Toby, I uh, I dreamed I was drowning in an ocean made out of orange soda last night. <laughs> okay. After I woke up, it took me a long time to work out. It was just a fantasy. Oh, my God. Oh, well. Um, I appreciate that one. You know, if we're gonna, you know, gonna have a hiatus, um, you want a thinker to to come back on. <laughs> You're listening to a brand new episode of Battery Mates. Welcome to another episode of Battery Mates. Uh, it has been a while. Yeah. Toby, I'm so sorry I left you high and dry in August. Well, um, we did the episode number 69, and and I, it was kind of hard to top that, right? It was one of those things where, do we just call it a series? Um, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like Seinfeld, you know, going out on top. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and continuing to... Um, you know, this is essentially our coffee and cars, comedians, coffee <laughs> conversations. <Yes. laughs> I forget what that's called. The um, in this episode, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a lot. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, yeah. Well, you have a lot to talk about. I don't have tons to talk about because I've been very out of action the last month. I've uh, my whole family has been hit by illness, um, and uh, work has been crazy. So. Um, the whole thing has been a bit of a shit show, uh, and the Nats season has not been any better. So I, um, I've, I, I'm looking forward to hearing from you what I've been missing out while family members have been in hospital and the whole wheels have come off um, my my season as well as the Nats season. But we've got a uh, postseason to look forward to. We've got three up, three down, and we've got a, a really – a uh, special um, heartwarming half-hearted attempt at empathy coming yeah. up but I don't know should we, should we should we talk just briefly about game 163 yeah we're, we're recording this um, between very early um, <laughs> on my my end between the end of the regular season um, and the one game playoff that's happening in both LA and Chicago today Um the, the Brewers and Dodgers, Brewers and Cubs and Rockies and Dodgers are all playing for uh, the, the rights to be the, the the division champion in their division. Um, the losers will go on to play the wild card game. So two of these teams are going to play a one game playoff today and they're going to play an elimination game tomorrow. And then if they win that. Um, they will proceed to the NLDS on Thursday. So um, for, for most playoff teams, you get three or four days off here. Um, and that can be a bad thing. Um, you know, that's why you see so, so many wildcard teams kind of make it far in the playoffs. It's, it seems like the, like the momentum or like, I don't know, just you, you, the, you keep going forward um, and keep playing every day. You stay loose, as they say. Um, but yeah, some excitement, some drama in in baseball today. Um, and you know, it, you said you were sick. Um, I I think I think I'm coming down with something too. I, maybe I should call off today and just watch these games. Um, <laughs> but I think I need to save my my my, my uh, paid time off to for when um, assuredly the the Clevelands are playing on a during the day uh, in the ne- in the next couple of weeks um, because. 
they will not be Boston. They will not be the Cubs and not be the Dodgers. So they're going to get, a, they're going to get the day game, um, playoff slot, but just, it, 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 I don't, uh, how often does this happen? I've, I don't remember this happening in the last few years. How many times have there been a, a tie in a division twice in the same league? Cause this is like, it's not just two ties. <laughs> it's two ties in the same league. So both of these teams, if they lose today, they get another shot tomorrow in the wild card. That just, yeah. I've, I've never heard of that before. Well, it's, it's definitely, I, I mean, I don't, I can't remember a time where it's happened twice in the same league. There, there have been a few um, division title tie breaking one game playoffs in the past couple decades. I'm struggling to think of one right now, but there definitely have been a few. Um, Cause you can't, you can't be, they 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 will not do the tiebreaker like there's there's like the statistical tiebreakers like how many games you won in your division or how many runs you let up against teams in your division or I don't know and those are to decide home field advantage if you have a tie tie record with another team um, that you're playing in the playoffs um, but they will not decide uh, division champions oh, and who's the wild card based on like your record so they have to play you have to play one game playoff um, and there's been some famous ones in the past but <laughs> history is not something i can recall right now um so <laughs> uh, let's just say this has never happened before this has never happened before um and uh we'll go with that <laughs> no one's gonna no one's gonna fact check us no no one's gonna no i mean i don't even know how you would you know <laughs> um uh jeff gabriel probably will fact check us just to be annoying but um he's often he's gonna be in i think Europe, I think he's gonna be in Europe for the next week or two, so he's gonna miss all of this drama, or he's gonna see it at like three in the morning. <laughs> so, right. Well, I mean, uh, these games are gonna be uh, prime time, so the games will start depending on where he is in Europe. They'll start at like four a.m., five a.m. Yep. So perfect. You know, nice uh, <laughs> bit of breakfast over uh, watching the Cubs, uh, watching the Dodgers uh, mess it all up. <laughs> anyway, we get on to predictions uh, later on in the show. Let's yeah. uh, let's go through that three down. So I'm going to set a timer for this. I know we're kind of breaking um, with usually around the horn is our timer, but you know it's been a, it's been a while. So and we have a lot to get to, and so I don't want to I don't want to uh, let's get the Awuga timer going. Okay, um, should I go first? Yeah, you go. You go. Okay. So this is this is the big news. This is the biggest thing that's happened to me um, since we last talked um, in Kansas City for uh, my annual baseball trip with my dad. Um, is that a game? Corey Kluber's pitching first inning, uh, first batter of the Royals lineup. Um, uh, we're sitting in the upper deck, first row. Uh, hits a little foul ball coming right at us, and I caught it. I ca- Matthew, I caught a foul ball. I caught a foul ball. Did I, you I, catch it? I catch. I caught it clean. My I don't remember anything about it like it's yeah, i completely blacked it out um uh <laughs> I, I, there's a kavanaugh joke here but i don't have it um <laughs> but i completely like went like stunned I, I don't remember i don't really remember a lot about the attendant came down to see if i was okay the, apparently people applauded my catch which my dad was impressed with and i was like oh i don't i didn't i didn't hear it didn't don't remember it at all um but the ball is really cool it's got a little kansas city uh kaufman stadium 50th anniversary uh, emblem on it so it's real um but yeah and i didn't give it to a kid um but let me tell you why oh, okay i hear you i hear you corn <laughs> I, okay 
Um, <laughs> I didn't give it to a kid because there wasn't a kid around in the entire section. There was no kid because Kansas City is not very good. They don't have a lot of fans. Um, they do have a lot of fans. They just weren't there that day. Um, but uh, that's, no, that's allowed. That's allowed. Yeah, no kids, and nobody gave me any pressure to give it to a kid. No kids. So I really lucked out here because I do, I don't know what I would have done because um, I am definitely a sucker for pressure. Uh, if if somebody would have been like, ah, come on, <laughs> give it to the kid who's got the Royals hat on, who's a cute cute kid back here. So basically, just in time for the end of the season, we finally have got a prize for the uh, <laughs> prediction contest. Okay. I was getting nervous. There. I was getting really nervous. Oh boy, yeah. Okay, all right. You're you're up. <laughs> Talking of prizes for the uh, post uh, for the <laughs> prediction contest. Yeah. Um, I have come into the possession into possession of a Red Sox AL East championship banner. Uh, recently, <laughs> fell off a truck and. Uh, uh, I've got it. <laughs> no, no. Um, so because we haven't done one of these episodes for so long because um, of uh, me- various mishaps happening to my family, uh, we're going to recap some old news, which everyone has already heard about, but we haven't had a chance to talk about um, other than some random text. But this is two uh, Boston uh, Red Sox fans uh, driving along in their truck and uh, saw uh, what presumably must have looked like a rolled up carpet with a dead body inside. <laughs> the side of the street and being uh, proper good old Red Sox fans, they decided to take a look at what it was. And it was the banner, the, the banner. And this was before Red Sox had clinched. Um, this is the whole thing has uh, worked itself out now. And um, they've given the banner uh, back to the Red Sox, but they made an incredible video for the Boston Globe, an interview with the Boston Globe in which they basically made menacing demands about what they should get for giving the banner back um they made incredible uh you know we want season tickets we want free tickets <laughs> for postseason this that and the other um there's a, a a statement from the red Sox. um the Sox confirmed shortly before 4 p.m that the banner uh, is back in their possession a team spokeswoman said the people who returned it received nothing in exchange <laughs> they, they talked a huge game and then came up short Again, for the Red Sox season. <laughs> I think I, I, we're going to get predictions uh, later on, but I think the Red Sox are going to—they're uh, going to do well this season. They want to um, send Big Pappy out to his retirement. His last <laughs> season, they want to send him out on a high note. I think yeah, they really should. It'd be nice. Um, my second up here is this is quick. I can be quick about this. Um, so there's a lot, of, you know, a lot of great teams playing this year. You mentioned the Red Sox; they've won 100 billion games, um, franchise record. They, the Astros have won 104 games, I think. The Yankees have won 100 games. Um, it, there's a lot of, and, and, and the Clevelands here have won. They won 91 games and, and won the division by something like, you know, they won it in May essentially. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of people who are like, this is fair. Is it fair that you could like theoretically win a hundred games and get bounced in a one game playoff? And, and by this, to be clear, I'm saying Yankees fans are saying this. Um, and I just want to, you know, I want to explore this a little bit and just answer it. Yes, it's completely fair if you do not win your division to get bounced in the wild card game because the wild card game doesn't have to happen. We don't have to have a wild card game. You can just go home at the end of, of September if you don't win your division. But we give you a second chance in baseball because we're all about second chances. And the wild card, there's my old car. Um, the wild card is your second chance, and so take advantage of it. Don't lose to the A's on Wednesday, Yankees fans. Um, 
But I don't want to hear this whining about winning 100 games and getting bounced in one game. You know who won 102 games last year and lost in five five unfair games uh, in a sh- too short a series was the Clevelands. And so if I don't get to whine about that, then you don't get to whine about this. I got a lot, a lot to say. Okay, over to you. Yeah, I'm <clears throat> number one. Fuck the Yankees. <laughs> number two, just just be better than the Red Sox. Like that's how math works. I don't understand <laughs> what that problem is. Number three, I really, really, really hope the A's beat them. I just, yeah. I really, really do hope the A's beat them. It'd be good for America. Yeah, we need we need to pick me up right now. It definitely would be. Yeah, and uh, talking about fuck the Yankees, uh, my <laughs> next up is uh, Giancarlo Stanton had an amazing play, incredible. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think this was yesterday, um, maybe the day before. He hit a home run at uh, Fenway um, onto the top of those stupid little seats at the top of that stupid little green wall thing they have in Boston. And the fan who got the ball, he didn't catch it clean, he got it off the floor, but the fan who got the ball threw it back so well <laughs> so well that he hit Stanton <laughs> on his <laughs> the bases it is the most incredible thing you know those like viral videos where you've got like a dude in a stadium with a basketball and he like throws it from the third deck and it, and it goes <laughs> yeah, nothing but that. and it's just like this is this is this is the baseball version of that but like donking someone on the head on the third tier. it is incredible you've got you've got to watch the video just two quick things uh firstly he was very very cool about it yeah in the interview. like he was like i can't imagine the guy was trying to do that but fair play to him if he if he did um you know I just, I just thought he, I thought he handled the whole thing really, really, really well. But the other thing was like they literally, they held the game up so that the umpires could point out the fan and get him ejected before yeah. they restarted the game. And that, that is not the America I believe in. And that man should have been paraded around the field. I, I just. That is like the fandoms. He gets the fans' version of MVP for this season. Like, I just think that's incredible. Someone should like have him on trials for like a minor league <laughs> contract or something. The whole thing was incredible. I mean, I think it'd be my favorite moment of the entire season. If the Yankees and Red Sox play in the in the first round here, which could happen, um, that guy should throw out a first pitch. Absolutely. Absolutely. He- if if the Red Sox um, win the whole thing this year, he should get a ring. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely gets a ring. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> One of the best things that happened in baseball year happened in the final weekend. It's great. So great. good, so good. I watched the video about fifty times. It's amazing because it, I think I think he didn't mean to hit him. I mean, he, he, I don't think he had. There's no from that angle. There's no way you could have you could have even entered his head that yeah. he could throw the ball. Yeah, that far. Yeah, right. <laughs> Stunning. Stunning is right. <laughs> well, um, I haven't interviewed with with him yet. That's what I want to see. I want to see an interview with that guy. Yeah, it's coming. We're, he'll be a he'll be all over. You know, um, Rosenthal or somebody will get to him in the playoffs. Um, so, <laughs> all right, my la- my last stop here. Um, you know, this is. Um, it's kind of going under the radar, and it probably I'm, I'm saying this too soon. It, it's going to definitely get noticed in the playoffs. But um, the Clevelands just played their last regular season game with Chief Wahoo on their uniform. 
Um, it didn't really get talked about or noticed at all. And the Indians could play three more games and be done. And this could be, this could be it. And I imagine a lot of the fans will be paying attention to other things other than the, the freaking uh, logo. Um, but, you know, all the I, we talked about this beginning of the season. There were a lot of people protesting and not protesting, but a lot of people upset, vocally upset. And in that, the comments section, just being really angry uh, about the fact that Cleveland's were getting rid of Chief Wahoo. And, um, and we talked about how long overdue it is. And maybe they will make a big stink of this uh, in, the, in the playoffs. The coverage will, 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 will make a note of it. But it's a good possibility that it's kind of petering out here, this controversy. And um, that's, that is, if that happens, um, that the, the, the Cleveland front office really handled the, the, the press here um, extremely well. So anyway, goodbye, Wahoo. Um, uh, <laughs> it couldn't have, couldn't have come uh, soon enough. Um, so uh, looking forward to uh, a Wahoo-less baseball team I can, I can root for. I can't think of a good pivot from that to <laughs> what I want to talk about last, which is uh, Bryce Harper's selfish index for the season. Um, so this Bryce Harper has now played all of his games for the 2018 season. Probably has played all of his games in a Washington Nationals uh, uniform. Oh. Uh, so I just wanted to update everyone. People have been following this really, really closely. Um, I get, I do actually get text messages within minutes of each Bryce Harper. <laughs> run um and tweets from people um uh both of whom are obviously following this very very closely um but he ended the season on thir- with 34 home runs um 22 of which were solo uh home okay. runs so he's down to now like around uh two-thirds uh of his home runs were solo uh but that could have been much 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 uh higher yeah. uh his yeah. last five home runs in a row uh, all five of his last five home runs were two run shots. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, that, that that was pretty close to being um, much much higher. His worst month was um, uh, uh, May. He hit ten home runs in in the month of May, eight of which were solo home runs. Jeez. So, I mean, that is that is um, a very 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 selfish month. But apart from that, overall, his season wasn't too bad. It's not too selfish. Well, you know, padding the stats at the end. I don't know how I count if I count that. Uh, well, you know, when it matters the least. Um, but the thing was, yes, it brings his selfish index down, but you just know that he was padding the stats out because he's thinking about free agency. Yeah. That's all he, he cared about. So, you know, the numbers don't say selfish, but his head was saying selfish. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we do a quick word from our sponsor? Before we get into our, our uh, special guest tonight, let's do it. This episode of Battery Mates is brought to you by the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, who, despite record enthusiasm levels for a midterm election, want to remind you to feel awful about yourself. We got Barack Obama. We got Nancy Pelosi. We got Hillary Clinton. We even found Jimmy Carter, who's about to turn 90 fucking four years old and tricked him into sending you one of our emails that remind you how shitty you are as a human. And another thing. We just unlocked our first ever Infinity match. That's right, we can match whatever you give right now to Infinity because FEC limits, FEC schlimits. It's all fucking fake anyway, isn't it? Anyway, fuck you for liking Democrats. The deadline's at midnight, asshole. So I'm I'm a little concerned that we were supposed to record this episode yesterday um, based on that, that ad read. Yeah. Um, oh boy, this is not going to go over well. Uh, well, I, I still, I'm sure it still applies, right? 
maybe this email I've got here that says Joe Biden is all caps pissed is not a funny <laughs> email. It's actually them complaining about this ad not going out in time. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, well, I'm sure they'll get over it. They seem to be, they don't seem to make a big deal out of uh, things that are small. They're like they're, uh, they are a calm group of people. Yeah, they're calm. They're- They've got it together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, should, we, uh, should we go to our end of season half-hearted attempt to empathy? That's right. Should we, should we dial, dial them in? Let's dial them in. Matthew, are you there? Hi. 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 Yeah, our our, uh, our half-uttered attempt at empathy today is uh, with um, co-host of Battery Mates, uh, Matthew McGregor. Uh, welcome to the show, Matthew. Thanks. Thanks very much. Um, long-time listener. <laughs> First-time interviewee. <laughs> uh, no one believes you listen to this show. Um, uh, yeah. we, all, we all know that literally only Justin Baraski listens to this show. <laughs> And uh, Jeff Gabriel listens in if we mention him, but only if we mention him. He's got some deep scrub to, like, maybe he has an assistant that goes and listens to the show and, and lets him know if we mention him. Maybe it's Justin <laughs> Braski. I don't know. Um, I, didn't, I don't know if they know each other. So, um, Matthew, we, we invited you on the show because, it, you know, we want to we want to empathize or want to, you know, make a half-hearted attempt at empathizing with the national season uh, Nationals fans this season. It's been a it's been a rough go. I mean, you were you guys were picked um, by a lot of Battery Mates listeners and some of the other experts, quote unquote, um, to run away with this division, um, and that did not happen. And you know, they they made some trades at the trade deadline, and then they really made some trades at the waiver trade deadline. Um, they got rid of Daniel Murphy, who's now <laughs> leading off for the Cubs, <laughs> um, and it seems like you guys gave up early on anyway uh, there are three there are three you know there's still one day left of the technically the regular season here first question for you what do you have to do to get back into contention this season <laughs> this season yeah um well we can't get back into contention this season we've already played 162 games um, um so we <laughs> we will not be back in contention but it, it would Last month, I haven't really been able to pay a ton of attention to the to the games. Um, uh, just just barely watching highlights, uh, not really watching any of the the full games. But the season's been over for a really long time. I mean, I felt like it was basically over um, before the All Star break. It, it just it just it didn't it didn't start out great. We we bumbled along for a, a few weeks at the beginning of the season. Had a really good May. Um, but it never really popped off. So, uh, you know, it's been well, over for a long time. It, but it's, it's, so it doesn't, it, you know, I think it's what's so confusing for the person, the people watching from the outside is that it, it doesn't make any sense. Like the team never took off and I get that. Like they kind of hovered around 500. I think what they won, 82, 83 games this season. 82. 82 games. It, it, they hovered around 500 the entire year. Um, yeah. and it's strange because the lineup is exciting. It's, you know, um, you got Rendon and Harper and Soto and Turner and Eaton and I don't know about Weeders, but, um, and you had Daniel Murphy. And I mean, the thing is like the, the team and there's people I'm not, I'm leaving out who are good players. I mean, Ro- 
was it what's the guy the rookie victor is it Rob, robles victor robles yeah uh, and i mean like people talking about victor robles as the exciting thing that came through for the nationals in september mm. just show, goes to show how good Juan Soto is. This is a guy that's 19 years old and was supposed to be our September, you know, phenom uh, coming in and showing what he can do ahead of next season. But like he's been an everyday all year. I mean, yeah, somewhere that like um, he's 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 played um, uh, more games this season than than most rookies or almost any rookie has done. Um, he's been like with us from from uh, June onwards. So. Um, it's been incredible, but Robles is is really really good. Like, I think there's a couple of different things that explain our season. The first thing is that we have had a ton of injuries. I think that I, I might be a um, we we we're either in the top one or two for days lost for our opening oh. day, our opening day um, uh, lineup uh, to injury. Um, no, that can't be quite right because we didn't have some of our players for opening day. Uh, Daniel Murphy didn't come back for ages. Duran was no good. Um, uh, Matt as we lost for a, a really long period of time. Um, so there's been a ton of injuries. But the, the the second thing that I think is is much more important is that um, players we, we did have have just not performed to the level that the numbers suggest they should do. And I think this is, a to me, is a really interesting thing like the first five or six years that I've spent uh, really following baseball and, you know, really having it drilled into me that like the numbers are almost predestiny. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the lineup, the Nationals lineup, even when we had some of those injuries was on by the numbers strong, stronger than the Braves, stronger than the Phillies. But they've the Braves have performed above the number what the numbers said they should, and the Nationals have performed below what the numbers should. And it's a good reminder, I think, that the the, the numbers aren't destiny. I mean, they give you a very very good sense of where th- things are going to go, but um, you know it, it, we just haven't performed, and that's quite un, you know it's quite unusual an unusual um, thing. I think it doesn't happen all that often because you know the numbers are pretty strong. And then the third thing is uh, Davey Martinez is our manager, rookie guy. And I mean, he has, he's lost us some games. Um, he's learning. Um, and we should have known that at the beginning of the season. We shouldn't have fired Dusty Baker. Um, but now we're here. I'm glad they're keeping him on for next season. I think he'll get stronger and better. And I think he's building a good culture in the clubhouse. And so uh, we'll see where he goes next year. Would you say the problem, the biggest problem was that, um, the team was worthless. Uh, no, you're you're referring to Jason Worth. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's it's impossible to know, um, you know, what 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 the counterfactual would have been if if we had kept him. Um, would would that have made any difference? But I did say during the off season last year, we should we should pay him million, two million to to have him on the bench just yeah. to have him in the clubhouse, even if he's not hitting all that often, he's got a fantastic relationship with Bryce Harper. I think that just having him around would have added some points to Harper's average. I honestly, I honestly think that, but obviously no way of actually a B testing that to say whether that that was true, but it's nice to be able to point back at that and say, I was right. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to ask one more question about this season and then kind of look a couple questions about, um, like zooming out a little bit. But the, the last question, if you had to blame one person for this mess, who is it? I mean, and 
keep in mind there's a right answer here. Um, I, I think the I think the person to blame is Scott Boras. Mm. No, I mean I don't know. I mean it's it, Jeff Gabriel is the answer. Jeff <laughs> Gabriel is the answer. Uh, you know, it's it's difficult with 162 games. Like everyone is to blame for at least one game going badly. Um, you know, Trey Turner didn't run when he laid down a, a mediocre bunt. Bryce Harper is really selfish. <laughs> Matt Weeks can't can't hit. Severino had his shot to come every the number one catcher and and, and didn't take it. Uh, you know, you could you could go on. I, I don't think there's any one person, but um, the whole team. I, you know, there's no one there's no one player apart from Juan Soto who has been consistently fantastic all yeah. year. Um, there's no one person. Well, Scherzer. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, that's, I'm just thinking about the bats. That's unfair yeah. of me. Scherzer is, I think, another Cy Young yeah. uh, season. And if he doesn't get it, it will be purely down to his teammates uh, underperforming because um, his numbers are, are right up there. Um, and anyone who says that Jacob Dragon should get it is uh, <laughs> incorrect. Um, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any one player. I am personally um, pretty weirded out by uh how cold Bryce Harper went and for how long he went cold he only really kind of came back in clicked back in after the uh, all-star break and if you compare the numbers pre-all-star and post-all-star it's incredible I mean his numbers for the season are, are pretty you know not mediocre that's unfair mediocre for Bryce Harper yeah postseason numbers are MVP um so I don't know what that's all about Ryan Zimmerman again he he kind of went hot in the second half of August and summer of September, but you know, he didn't really do spring training. He was kind of in and out platooning with Matt Adams at first base. Not really sure what that was all about. So those two those two people are kind of are kind of um a bit grumpy with. And then Daniel Murphy just wasn't his old self after coming back from injury until he went to the Cups. And yeah, then he's so that kind of sucks. I never liked him in the first place. Um yeah. Uh, so it's kind of good to feel, you know, an uninhibited hate towards him again. But uh, <laughs> it's infuriating <laughs> to see a team, see a player kind of underperform on your team and go to another team and then just pl- play out of their minds. Um, not that he's playing out of his mind, but he's definitely having a better season Absolutely. in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, you you kind of alluded to this earlier, but you think Bryce Harper is going to go, or is that just kind of being you being pessimistic and kind of bracing yourself for for his leaving? I'm kind of bracing myself. Um, the the thing is, I mean, he, he, I just I, he's not he's not worth four hundred million dollars. Yeah, uh, he's not worth three hundred seventy five million dollars. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. he, he, I, he is a really 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 good player, and I like I like that he's a Washington National, and I think that uh, if he stays and makes the Nationals, makes his career a, a one team. Uh, career i think that would be really cool but he he's had he's he's had you know some some not great periods of time like he's he's talked about as if he's the best player in baseball and he is not and so i don't want to i don't want the nationals to pay best player in baseball numbers for him because of the hype and that it's kind of weird saying that because you know hype is the wrong word it's just He's he's not worth four hundred million dollars or three hundred seventy five million dollars. So <laughs> I just um, I want him to stay, but I also don't want him to. 
um, I don't I don't want him to rip us off. I guess. <laughs> well, um, so and he he will be, get that somewhere, right? Like somebody will pay him that. So like that's the problem. Uh, like the Phillies yeah, I, or the Yankees or the you know I don't know somebody will so pay I, him three hundred seventy five million dollars. I think things are lined up for me to be happy either way. Okay. If he stays with the Nationals, it will be taking less money than he could get somewhere else because he wants to stay in Washington and he wants to stay with this organization. And that will be, I'll be over the moon about that. And if someone else wants to pay him more than he's worth, I'm, I'm very happy for the nationals not to match that just so that they can keep him. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, we will be, we will be a less good team without him, but we'll also have a ton of money, uh, that we could spend on someone else. And, you know, we've already seen what Juan Soto and uh, Victor Robles can do. Our outfield is, is, is pretty well stacked. Um, and I think that we've got the makings of a really strong team without him. I would definitely be better with him. Obviously we would, but um, I, I'm, I'm kind of okay if he goes somewhere else because we wouldn't pay him over the odds. If yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, and so that you kind of alluded to my next question one more and then I have one last uh, two questions here one they're kind of the same kind of the same question you kind of as a Nationals fan you you your first couple seasons as fan, they were kind of on their way up right they weren't they weren't playoff contenders yet but they were on their way up right that's right you like 2010 is when you started yeah, I kind of got lucky yeah the first two seasons that I was going to baseball were they were the worst team in in baseball yeah and the season after that, they were they were very very terrible, and were <laughs> sub five hundred. So I was like, but I didn't know very much about baseball. All I like was going to have beers and just like learn the game. So it didn't matter to me that they were terrible. And then the season after that uh, was when they started to get hot. And then the season after that was when they won the division for the for the first time. So I kind of I kind of I got in just at the right time on the on the upswing. And do you, so, do you think that? You know, it looks like the pieces are still there for a contending team. Now, granted, the Braves are young and exciting and probably only going to get better. Um, but I would imagine the Nationals are going to be players in the free agents in free agency, if especially if they don't sign Bryce Harper. Um, and you got these exciting young players, Juan Soto, Victor Robles. Like, I, I, the run isn't over, or it, or do you think that now we're you're kind of on the outside looking in or looking up at the Braves? Um, well, like I said, I think the Braves slightly over, overperformed exactly yeah. where they're at as an organization. Um, but I think they'll be a little bit better next year mm-hmm. on paper. Um, we underperformed, but um, I think we're we're going to be better next year than than perhaps it looks like on on paper. Yeah, we've lost uh, we've lost some key pieces like Geo Murphy. Uh, we're probably going to lose Harper, <clears throat> but you know we didn't really lean on Murphy that much this year. Geo was kind of stank yeah he, he wasn't good yeah um so i think i think that the um the the lineup could be could be really really fun next year like this is the thing for me we might not necessarily win the division next year but we have the pieces to contend in a fun and cool way like it's fun and cool to watch uh soto and and robles um, uh, uh, coming into the into the game, they're fast players. I think we're going to do a lot of small ball next year, which I love. And if we don't win the division, I still think it'll be fun to watch them. Like this season hasn't been that fun. Yeah, I think next year will be really fun. I think where we're going to really where we where where we um, are really weak 
is uh, in the rotation. You know, Scherzer, again, has been fantastic, uh, but he's not getting any younger. Strauss is, is kind of, you know, kind of wobbly, um, and he can still be incredible, but he also has very, very often days. We're getting Joe Ross back from Tommy John, but we haven't quite seen him as a top-tier pitcher yet. Right. And then, then you're kind of like, you know, where do you go from there? Like, uh, in, our, in the rotation. So I think if we if we are if we are going to contend properly next season, we have to get involved in um, uh, the pitching free agency market. Um, but even if we don't, I think we're still going to be kind of like there or thereabouts. And I think as a baseball fan, all I would ever ask for is uh, for it to still be interesting in mid September. That's that's what you want. So I last question here, and then we'll. We'll um, bring this this segment to a close. I I think about Game Seven of the 2016 World Series once a week, probably, probably. I, I think about just the gut wrenching end of that that game, the way, and the, the drama of it, like the good and the bad. At least probably once a week. How often do you think about the decision to shut down Steven Strasburg in 2012? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Not not that often. Okay. Uh, because because uh i think it was the right decision um well let me rephrase that i thought it was the right decision at the time and so um yeah what am i gonna do what (laughs) Uh, (laughs) right i mean yeah i uh, what are you gonna do i mean if jason kittman straightens out that foul ball in the ninth inning we win the world (laughs) series but but what are you gonna do (laughs) i know what you mean I mean, the thing, the thing for me is like, I thought I think it was the right thing to do. I thought it was the right thing to do at the time, and what I've seen from the Nationals since makes me feel like it wasn't the deciding factor on how far we went. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, it, it's it's not quite the same as uh, uh, that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you had to win. You had to win several more games to. I tell you what I do think quite a, a lot about is uh, Matt Williams yanking Jordan Zimmerman in game uh, two, I think it was, or maybe it was game three of the NLDS in 2014. Um, uh, we were one zero up against the Giants um, at the uh, uh, top of the ninth. And um, uh, he, he pulled Jordan Zimmerman and we gave up a run to take to tie it one to one, and then we lost in the 18th inning. Oh my god! And I think it's a lot because it was just kind of a you know it was a it was a bad decision. Uh, I, we were right there. It was we were we we had that game, and then the rest of the night was so cold and so miserable that that has really stuck with you. Me were there? Since. I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was one of the people oh. spending. Eight hundred thousand dollars in nationals for, for nationals because <laughs> when I arrived at the game, it was eighty-five <laughs> degrees, and when I left the game, that with the wind chill uh, factored in, it felt like thirty. Oh, Jesus Christ! And, and, and nationals fans spent eight hundred thousand dollars during during that game on clothing from the from the from the wow. stadium. Wow! 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 Um, well, that's a good note to end this on. Um, it's all about, that's what it's all about anyway. The team's making money. Um, so, uh, (laughs) thank you for, um, I mean, I hope you appreciate my, my half-hearted attempt here. Um, uh, that was incredibly 
uh, half-hearted. So anyway, great. Thanks for being on the show, Matthew. Um, good luck to you in the future and the nationals. Um, I'm, I'm sure we'll check in again next season. Um, <laughs> let's go, let's go back to the regular program. All right. That was a great interview. Um, yeah. it's always good to, to mix it up a little bit and have uh, a range of different, a different guests. Um, I know we've only got a few minutes left here, so let's, uh, let's, let's whip through the last couple of things we want to do. First up, postseason predictions. Yeah, let's, well, you know, let's, um, yeah, I, well, I'm not ready for the regular season to be over. I, baseball season just kind of, sne- even when you're bad, even when the team is bad, you want them, you don't want the season to end because it means it's going to be cold. You're not going to have baseball in your life for six months. It's worse. It's the worst. Um, and in the years where that you go to the playoffs, um, and sorry, you can't relate to this this year, but um, you, it's, it's, it's brutal because you're just so nervous and so like excited for the playoffs, and then it's all over. I mean, granted, one team wins it all, but I don't know what that's like. So I, I just not, I just want to process. I'm trying to process the fact that like regular baseball is done, like the meaningless games where you can kind of like watch the watch the t- kind of sort of watch the TV um, and like you know do other things in the background. It, it, that's done, and that is awful. That is the worst part of the year every year when it happens. Um, anyway. So let's talk about the actual exciting stuff coming up then. Um, I, I think we should just talk about each each series and then just do a quick what we think is going to happen. All right, let's start in the American League because we know the teams. Um, uh, wild card game. Yankees, uh, the A's are playing at New York Yankee Stadium. What do you think is going to happen, Matthew? I'm trying to separate out my hopes from um, the just the facts on the ground, but I, I honestly think that the A's are going to – win this game fairly comfortably four or five to to nothing and i'm i'm pretty confident about that so i'm gonna go with the a's i i don't think you're wrong i think the a's are a sneaky good team um i i literally <laughs> i was talking to my dad yesterday and i was he was like i think the a's are gonna go all the way to the alcs and i was like name a player on the oakland athletics <laughs> and he couldn't do it <laughs> <laughs> he, he couldn't name one <clears throat> now granted i put him on the spot but Still, that's that says a lot. There's not a lot of like star power on that team, um, at least if you're not following the A's. But I think the Yankees ch- choke, and I I don't know why I have that gut feeling too, um, because on paper with their bullpen they should dominate this game. Um, and even just like last year's wild card, they gave up three runs in the first inning, uh, and they still because their pitching was so good they held that they held the Twins to that run total or basically. Um, they held out and, and they were able to hold on to, to win the game eventually. Um, and nobody knows what they did after that in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm with just, you in that. I just want to say for the record, I had Matt Chapman in my fantasy league team. He's so uh, good. All He's season good. from, from the draft onwards. He's so good. He's so good. Um, He's been very, very good for me. I just want to, for the record, I finished third in my fantasy league team. Second, uh, season of fantasy baseball. Wow. Second last third this year i'm just saying i'm just saying i i have the results aren't final yet but i believe i won my fantasy league for the first time ever yeah. I, it, so i um very exciting <laughs> um, I'm more consistent. anyway what's the, <laughs> <laughs> um so it, it, so if the a's won that they play they go on to play the red sox boston has home field advantage five game series um so a's or yankees versus red sox wh- who do you like it has to be the red sox doesn't it I mean, it doesn't have to be, but well, I think it, I think it will be. Okay, you're saying Boston was that serious. I mean, it's easier to pick Boston. They won 100 and 
I don't even know how many games they won. 174 games this season. There, <laughs> be yeah. But I mean, like you said, like the A's are kind of one of those teams where you just wouldn't be that surprised if they if they pushed on through. Like they are a postseason team. Uh, I think they've got just phenomenal game management, and so I wouldn't be sh- I wouldn't be shocked. But you have to, you have to go with the Red Sox in that. Yeah, I think the big question comes down to if, is, Chris, is Chris Sale healthy? Um, it doesn't. It's hard to say. I mean, he didn't like his velocity's down. Can he can he pitch well in the playoffs? I, this this the Indians played the Red Sox last weekend and the on national television they they stat, they quoted this stat that I could not believe. But the Red Sox all they don't have a pitcher on their team that has started and won a playoff game. They have they have seventeen starts. Their pitchers have pitched have started seventeen playoff games and no one has won one. Um, which is phenomenal. Um, that's hard to do. Uh, so yeah, but I picked the Red Sox too, just because five game series, that lineup is just crazy. Come on. Um, so, and all, they all seem to be somewhat healthy. If they weren't healthy, that would be different. But yeah, I picked the Red Sox there. Um, and big, yeah, you, they're not going to let Big Pappy go out without, uh, not on a high note. Yeah, you're right. The Red Sox are going all the way. Um, Indians Astros, uh, I'll go first on this one because it's it's less. Uh, I've been putting you on the spot each time. Um, this is a five game series. Anything can happen, and that's basically what I'm I'm clinging to. The Astros are a better team on paper. Um, we have a slightly better rotation. Yeah, Astros fans, look it up. Um, uh, our our rotation's slightly better, but their pitching staff is better on the whole. Um, our their lineup is slightly better than ours on a, on the whole, but we added Josh Donaldson in the last three weeks of the season. I don't know. I, I it's one of those things. This should be a good series, um, and it'll probably be a three game sweep. <laughs> That's what it ends up ends up happening every time. Whenever I think it's going to be a great series, um, but we'll see. Uh, you know, first first round, first game will be Kluber Verlander, um, and uh, you know, I'm I'm ready. I'm just ready for this. Uh, I will be for for, for Battery Mates Nation uh, awareness. I will. My plan is to be at Game Three, which is the first game in Cleveland. Uh, so uh, pray for me. Thank you, uh, Matthew. What do you think is going to happen? Oh, I didn't say. I think the Astros are going to win. <laughs> I think the Astros are going to win. I'm going to pick five-game series. Uh, Astros win um, just because I think they're slightly better on paper, and I can't pick my own team. Yeah, I think this is going to be the best series of the um, of the postseason. Um, uh, but I think that Houston is going to win. Yeah. Thanks, Matthew. Um, <laughs> um, National League. Uh, so we... <laughs> Who's going to win today? I mean, granted, we're gonna, this is going to air after this has already happened. So, Cub, Cubs Brewers. <laughs> should we? Should I just record? Let's record me saying each of the teams' names <laughs> and then you can edit it in later. Oh, that's great! That's a great idea. Okay, wait. Um, so it's the it's the, <laughs> it's the Rockies at the Brewers for the wild card game. Who do you think is going to win? I think the Rockies are going to win. Yeah, I mean, they're just so hot. They've won a lot of games in a row here. So have the Brewers. Um, they're both hot. The Dodgers are going to win. And then the Do- <laughs> I think the Brewers are going to win. I think the Cubs are going to win. Okay. All right, let's, you've got everything you need now. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> so, um, so then the um, uh, Cubs or Brewers um, end up playing the wild card winner, the Cubs or Brewers or Rockies or Dodgers, and um, who's going to win that series? This is getting complicated now. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, so I think I think the I think the Rockies are going to beat, <coughs> and I think the Cubs are going to beat the Brewers. Uh, that sets up a wild card game between um, uh, LA and Milwaukee, and I think that LA are going to win the wild card game. Mm-hmm. So that gives us a um, LA versus the Braves. No, LA versus the, yeah Braves. Yep. Um, I think the Braves are going to win. Oh that no game. no LA versus the Cubs. Yeah, I think the Cubs are going to win that game. Okay, Cubs win that game, and then Braves versus Colorado. If they win, Colorado wins the division. Yeah, I think the Braves are going to Braves going to take that. So you have the Braves, and then and we'll do another episode before the championship series. But you think the Braves and are going to play the Cubs? Yep. In the wild in LCS, and you have the Red Sox against the Astros, and I have the Red Sox against the Astros. Okay, and my National League predictions here. Um, I'm going to go with the. I think the Brewers are going to win the division. I think it's going to be a heartbreaking game here at Wrigley uh, today. Um, I think the Cubs are going to win the wild card against the Dodgers, um, who are going to lose to the Rockies. Um, I think the Rockies go on then to play the Braves, and I think I think the Rockies win that series. Um, I don't know why. I just I think the Rockies are hot. I think they're they're. I don't even again. I don't know that many players on the Rockies. So I got the Rockies um, going to the NLCS, and then. Uh, I have the Cubs against the Brewers in the uh, NLDS here, and I think I'm going to pick the Brewers. Brewers, Rockies, NLCS. No one saw it coming. Um, no one. No Literally, one. no one saw that one. And so, uh, you know, I, I, who are you rooting for? I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for. I, I'll say, I'll, I'll be. I'll, I'm rooting for the Indians, uh, and then the National League. I think I'm rooting for the Brewers. I, I you know, I, I like that team. They're fun. Um, I really like Kristen Yelich or Yelich. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, they're a fun team, though. <laughs> Yeelich. Oh, it's Yeelich. Okay. Yeelich. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just got to say quickly, um, on ESPN Sunday Night Baseball last weekend, um, they did a, a round robin on the American League and like, um, you know, I think Buster Olney and Alex Rodriguez um, uh, and, and all of the hosts, all of the announcers picked the Indians to come out of the American League to go to the World Series. And I was like, am I having a stroke? Why? They're, they're playing the Boston Red Sox, the best team in baseball. And, and these, 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 all of these announcers are picking the Indians. I feel like it's, it's like they're trying to jinx us. I think they're actively trying to mess with me. Um, and so I'm on to you, ESPN. I'm on to you. I think that people don't want to pick Boston because Boston have won 174 games this season. But that does suck that you are the uh, <laughs> you are the beneficiary of that. I- I'm rooting for the A's in the American League. I would quite like the Rockies to do well in the National League. But um, those yellow and green, the yellow and green army, the Norwich City uh, colors. Uh, so I want to uh, win the win the whole thing. But we'll see. Uh, hopefully, it won't be quite as long between now and the next episode as it was between now and the last episode. Uh, I've got the illnesses and various catastrophes going on in my family under control so uh, we're, we're aiming to record another episode before the uh, championship series but in the meantime we'll be checking the call. 